Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. I'm getting myself some water and then I know by the time this is done, you're probably unmuted. Can you hear me? Imagine you uh, can. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. I can hear you perfectly. Yes. Great. How are you? How was your trip all the way to New York? Was it a New York City um, or I went to New York City. I had a meeting. It went really well and we'll see, you know, there's we'll see what I can make happen in that afterwards. We'll see. Nothing like obvious and immediate came out of it. Um, but it was good to do. Great. I met with um, someone from Lee Hecht Harrison. Lee Hecht Harrison is like an executive search and placement company. Mm-hmm. And they sometimes do assessments. But the guy I met with said that they do assessments that are really sort of superficial. And the coaching that they do is superficial. And the pay mm-hmm. isn't that great. <laughs> So, but there may be an opportunity. He doesn't, he only works there part-time and he does other work and there may be something we can do together. But look, I'm going to continue, you know, pursuing it. We'll see. Yeah. He couldn't do anything on my behalf. Yeah. He couldn't do anything on your behalf? How? Without meeting me in person, you know, and getting a feel for me. Um, Right. So it makes total sense. Um, and I need to clear something before we begin because I I listened to the the session yesterday on the drive down which was really good oh by the way I haven't listened to your your um, message yet I was so busy I didn't listen to it what did you say what did you say I'm happy for you to ask that it's totally fine that it's been very helpful talking to you and it, it really helped us make our decision, and we are, we are. I kind of, I kind of remember that you actually transferred two embryos uh, with Tiersha, so that was it was very, yeah, it was very helpful. So we're we're going with two, and um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that I I don't want to take much, you know, much time, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah we're yeah, excited. We'll great. see what happens. That's yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. That makes a lot of sense. Good. Um, and it's, I, the one thing that I want to say that is very interesting there is that I feel like you knew about this process before we even knew about it because I remember many times that you were saying over the years, oh, you should do that, you should do that. And I was like, no way, no way. And then it's like slowly started creeping into our heads, I think. <laughs> so it's a good that's thing. That's so funny. Why did you say I no know. way, no way? You guys weren't ready. I, I wasn't ready, and I don't think we were ready. And you know, the, the, we needed we needed to move. We needed to yeah. And there were there were a yeah. lot of different components. Yeah, he is now yeah. in a different place. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes total sense. So. Good, good. Well, it'll there will be a beautiful outcome. So it's uh, and it'll blow your mind. And I think it'll be so incredible for Stefan. And you know, it'll be a totally, totally different experience for you at age fifty-two or whatever your age is. You just won't yeah. even believe yeah. how different it is. It's going to be, yeah. you know, yeah. awesome. 
It's exciting. Yeah, yeah, and it is. It is. I can. I can anticipate that it's going to be really. Yeah. Yeah. Completely yeah. different. Completely different and wonderful. Especially since you've got Fia and she can be part of it, and it'll blow her world too. She'll love it. She'll love it. She'll love yeah, it. Gonna, we're look. We're all looking forward to it. So. Yeah. <clears throat> good. So is that what you want Great. to clarify or something no, else? No, that was, well, there's something else. Uh, Sonal and I had a difficult conversation last night. And, mm. um, he, you know, in the past he has told me that, you know, he thinks he does not agree with my attachment parenting approach. Mm. Um, and we had a really kind, under, you know, gentle conversation about it. And I said, I hear you. I understand. Um, a lot of people feel that way. Um, and it was fine. Um, and then at one point I just said, you know, I think we have really different approaches to parenting. That was it. <laughs> and then last night we had a conversation about it and it was horrendous. And I ended up in tears and I had to stop the conversation, and get off the phone. And I felt like, um, I just felt It's like he used all this. I felt like he used, he was really harsh and really negative. It wasn't just like I don't, you know, agree or don't totally understand. It was like um, nursing is wrong at this age. It's creating um, an an unnatural dependency and security comes from within. It shouldn't be coming from you. And co-sleeping, you know, is not appropriate. And it was really judgmental. And you need more structure. And Sersha needs to grow up to be to be able to be more organized. And her, you know, her toys are just all over the house. And um, I mean, it was it was loaded with you know, <laughs> like a lot of ammunition. And she, he's like, I talked to my friend Susanna about it, and she agrees with me. Um, you know, and, you know, the sleep is a real issue. You're up with her, you know, sometimes until 9 or 10. I can't believe you're doing this. You could have taken the completely different approach as a single parent, um, you know, being more structured and regimented. Um, but it, anyway, and so it, it just, it got really bad. Mm. And... Um, it was horrible. And a couple of days ago, we also had a conversation where he was really critical and negative about this house as well. And he's like, oh. the Airbnb, you know, you're probably not going to be able to make that much money. And um, it's, um, you know, the layout is all wrong. I like the individual rooms, but the, the layout is really um, unfavorable and you're not going to be able to get much money because the bedroom is going to be really far from the bathroom. And... Um, I can't understand why they did it this way. And, um, and then last night at the end of the call, like I, I started getting upset. And I started like explaining why I'm doing what I'm doing and that I'm comfortable with what I'm doing. And I'm, you know, we're working towards more structure slowly. And it's really more rhythm than structure, like the whole rhythm thing around mm-hmm. Waldorf and gentle yeah. rhythm as opposed to structure. And what I'm going for is and rigidity. Um, yeah. Yeah. And what I'm going for is slow in Sirsha's play and I'm child led and I you know, I needed to make some adjustments around my own authority 
um, and I definitely need to work on her cleaning up, but, you know, I was like, you have no fucking idea what it's like to be a single parent and completely overwhelmed 99% of the time. And he's like, I do. I have a pretty good idea because I was a single parent. I had Anya two days a week. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, two days a week is a mess. Sorry. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I had her for two weeks sometimes. I would take her to India. And I'm like, you have no, you have a glimpse of what it might be like to be a single parent, but you have no fucking idea. And I just moved. And I mean, I just, I just was like defending myself, which I don't want to have to do. And it just really was horrendous. And I ended up in Mm. tears. It's actually making me teary right now. I've been thinking about it. Like, so unsupportive. I mean, through our entire friendship, he's been kind and helpful and supportive um, of my approach. And all of a sudden, it's like, you know, he's stinging me, you know, slam. And I was like, you know, I, you and Anjali, his ex-wife, are scientists. And, you know, you're a financial person. She's a scientist. You know, I'm an artist. You know, I'm a therapist and an artist. And I am quantitative. I wrote an entirely quantitative dissertation with, you know, 200 regressions, so I can do it. But I am an artist, and I'm trying to promote creativity and flow. Um, And, you know, that's really different than what you and Anjali, who you and Anjali are and were as parents. And, and I've never criticized their approach. Well, maybe, I don't know. Maybe he feels criticized by me in a way that I'm not aware of, and he's getting back at me. I don't know. Anyway, I was in tears at the end, and I was like, you know what? Um, I have to take a break from this conversation. I really cannot hear any more of your opinions right now. <laughs> yeah. It was horrendous. So I just need to clear that. Oh, the worst <clears throat> thing about it. He's like, I'm not criticizing you. I'm not criticizing you. He's like, if I were criticizing you, you would know it. He's like, I would, uh, I can really rip into, into, you know, I'd really rip into you. And he's told me how he's done this before. Like, I've told you that he said he has a temper. and He's given me an example of someone he works with. And he does. And this is part of the nastiness he's probably afraid of um, in a breakup. And he's like, you would know it if I were criticizing you because I would you know, just totally tear into you and tear you apart. So I'm thinking it's the gig is up. Like I, that, you know, he's mentioned it before. I've wondered, you know, he's worried about nasty breakups and it takes two to have a nasty breakup. And I've Mm -hmm. always wondered about his own nastiness. And, you know, he's talked about it like this temper and how he's like, it would never come out on you because you're in my inner circle. Um, but, like, he has this calm, you know, calm, tranquil exterior. And then, he, and also he's having problems with his mom. He's got incredible rage towards his mother right now. Um, mm. So, I don't, he was going to come this weekend. I have no desire to see him, and I have no desire to sleep with him. I have no desire, anything, no desire. <laughs> Well, the well, that's thing, thing it to- yeah, it totally, totally makes sense. That's so, so I, of course, you're tapping, right, as you're telling me. Yeah, yeah, these, right? yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. So what do you wish that you told him and, like, what, so, so let's, let's actually know, instead of focusing on him, what, 
has to come up for you? What, what all of these brought up for you? Because sometimes I remember being a single parent and I, at one point I needed to make change with Sophia. I needed to make changes. There was, I feel like our transition was a little bit too late for a variety of reasons into more, you know, more routine, more, a little bit more, um, even, I mean, I don't like the word, but even a little bit of um, discipline in terms of consequences to things that were not working, you know? Yeah. Um, I've done that. And I know you've talked to me about structure before, but I feel comfortable where I'm at with Saoirse. I feel um, comfortable with, you know, consequences and I feel comfortable with structure. Like we've got, we've got a structure, you know, we do bedtime. He's like, you don't do bath time before bed. And I'm like, no, we don't. That's not our, our rhythm. Um, But I, I, you know, we do the same thing every morning. We do the same thing every night at bedtime. And she basically does the same thing every day. It may be in, it's not like, okay, 9 a.m. It's time for arts. 10 a.m. It's time to read a book. 11 a.m. It's time to listen to music. 12 lunch, you know, one, let's go play outside. It's not that structured, Um, but it's the same thing every day. And I do feel fine about, you know, the bound, like I'm having to set more boundaries and create consequences. Like I am fine where things are at. And she's got yeah. gymnastics. Like I need to, you know, we're working on stuff. Like I'm working on yeah. the cleaning up thing. And it, it's not ultimately where it's going to be, but it's in process and I'm okay with where I'm at. What it comes up for me is, you know, I have asked his opinion. I receive it in a in a in when he you know in the past. I hear you. I understand what you're saying. Thank you for sharing your view. And that's the end of the story. This was the mm-hmm. same opinion with a zig. And uh, I you know I had a ten hour day yesterday, and um, it is incredible. I have a business that's in shambles at the moment, and I just moved, and I've had three nannies. And I, you know, like, I think I'm fucking yeah. badass because of what I'm doing and I need someone to feel oh, the God. same way. Yeah. You know, like, I think yeah. I am, it's like fucking cool what I'm doing. It's not perfect. It's not always pretty. Sometimes I lose my patience with Sersha. Like, I'm not doing everything perfect, but I do not need someone ripping into me. I, you know, I need somebody sharing yeah. opinions when it's asked and, and supporting and helping me as opposed to tearing into me with evidence and data and, you know, opinions from other people I don't know. That's not what I want from a partner. I want, I need support. And that doesn't mean not challenging me because he's already challenged me. I just don't need to be lashed out at. No, absolutely. Absolutely. That, that is, that is super clear to me. So, and if he's not the only one who has this view, like, Anyone who doesn't support attachment impairment says the same thing. It's like, yeah, I've heard this a thousand times. I know the point of yeah. view. I know it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. And it's not, what, what I meant to say, by the way, Deb, it's not in any way that uh, I was going to say, you know, in, in any way saying that you need, you're moving at the pace that you're moving and that it feels right to you. What I was going to say is that when you are a single parent, you have to deal with so much, which is exactly what you just described, that if somebody is going to bring input, it has to be in a way that is very gentle and kind and supportive. Like, that's the, yeah. you know, that's the way that Stefan did it. And we had horrendous arguments. Yeah. 
uh, until you know until I was willing to really consider what he was he had he had to say, and I could see it for myself. But it took time. It took time. I was not just you know it, didn't, it was not easy. But of course, he yeah, was nine, and there was a whole other hellish thing with his with my ex. So you know there there were other things too. But yeah. I can I can see how him becoming see. Very likely, even if it's his secondary profile, he is, a, you know, charismatic leaders not, don't necessarily need to be charismatic. Uh, they, you know, they, especially because it may be a secondary anyway, but in, regardless of what his profile is, what he's concerned about and you notice right, right under the surface is the shadow of the charismatic leader who's the enforcer. And or it could be it could be the you know the rule keeper, which is you know the that you said that he's more of a an, an achiever, right, a knowledgeable achiever, regardless of what it is. It, but if he has that much rage, he he is, there's there is enforcer energy in him, especially when he says, you know, when you can feel it all that rage under the surface. So yeah. it is, you know, it is a little bit like a time bomb in a way. Yes. Is that how and you are? Do you have that rage and do you explode and, and do you have that like a nasty temper too? Yep, I do. Yep, I have, yep, I have learned and we, I have learned to just uh, take care of myself and, and create distance when I need to just, you know, take a break. But yeah, yeah, I can explode. And, uh, and Stefan is very good because the only thing that stops an enforcer on its track is very solid, grounded boundaries. Like when mm-hmm. I explode in a, in a way that is completely unreasonable, Stefan just says. And, and the reason that I bring this up, Deb, is that you do, you do like the passion, the charisma, the energy, the, the power, the motivation, the ambition of a charismatic leader. Mm-hmm. But the, one, the great thing that, you know, that, that Stefan said is I understand that it's a whole package and we have learned, we both have learned. But mm-hmm. when he says, Laura, I'm not taking this right now. We can talk later. So by him saying those two things, he's setting a very strong, clear boundary and then he also, he's not abandoning me, which is a huge thing. Uh-huh. We're going to talk later. Yeah. Right? Those, yeah. those two things, and he turns around and leaves. And I, you know, mm-hmm. so I, I tap, I meditate, I do journaling, I go for a walk, I do what I need to do to really find, like, okay, why, why is this being triggered? But, yes, it is. Uh, so he definitely has it. That, that I have no question when you're describing him. And you're absolutely correct that the fear about how, you know how he said human nature or human beings get really nasty? Yes, he's yeah. talking about himself. He is talking about himself. Yes. And I'm not that so. way. Like, I, I can definitely, I can, I can, I can be passive aggressive and I can use mm-hmm. insight that I have, um, about someone to be um, to say harsh words, but yeah. it's not the same. I don't lose my temper that way. It's not the same. Yeah. I before I lose my temper, I I cry. I'm overwhelmed with the anger and I just cry. Yeah. Like last night, I just blacked this, out. Right. The, the so I'm not a charismatic that, leader in the number one. Right. First place. No. No. 
And that's the piece. But the thing is, you would not be happy with someone just like you. That's another piece that is very important to understand. Because like Warren. Exactly. You Why? you are you are because you're a knowledgeable achiever and two knowledgeable achievers, unless you find someone that has a very high emotional intelligence specialist and an empath that then you can connect. You like passion. You like that yeah, you know, the, the charismatic leader is passionate, is like is like a child in terms of like adventure and, you know, spontaneity and fun and Thanos you know, not in like the that. life. What's that? He Thanos Thanos not, not like that, that at all. No. Well, you know, he, one of the things is that when a, um, a charismatic leader has been really hurt and it has not healed, it's in hiding. You know who's more like that is actually Jim. Jim yeah. is finally embracing his charismatic leader. So he's having mm. fun, he's more adventurous, but you can see it in him, even if it's not, you know, still, there's still the Charismatic leaders are very challenging children. I would not be surprised if you have quite a bit of a charismatic leader in Syria. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So what happens is that as children, as children, charismatic leaders are extremely challenging for parents that are not very conscious and aware, Dan, because you have this child that is walking all over your head, and at one point you're going to suppress their energy. So it creates huge wounds that later on need to be resolved because that child that has so much energy turns into a teenager and a human being that is resentful and rageful because it was unfairly suppressed. Mm. That's, that's what happens. Well, you know, Jim wants just... to continue. Maybe I should go back to that. Well, you could explore. You know, you could definitely explore. I, I, you know, if it's, I, I don't know why we know, but it does sound like the whole thing with Sanal. My, my recommendation there is that you either need to, like, find out if there's anything left here, or just put a stop to it. Yeah, that, that, that to me is very. I know that we were going to cover your financial piece right now, but I think that this is big because. If you say, you know, I don't want to see him this weekend. You didn't see him last weekend either, right? No, I didn't. Right. I need to find out, okay, is there something here or not? Do you, because at this point, you, I feel like you have hurt and, and uh, triggered each other enough that you, even if the friendship is to remain, there's certain things that need to be healed. And... I know you're both extremely smart people and that you mm-hmm. have had great communication, but that's the piece when you're both triggered. There's really no adult in the room, and it's very challenging to, to have a conscious, you know, conversation without being like, well, fuck it, you know, I'm out. You, you're messed up. I'm, I don't want anything to do with you. When you had like 10 years of friendship with him, right? Yeah. So you don't want to throw um, that out. I mean, I don't know. No, I, I don't need to throw, that, throw out the friendship, but, um, you know, I don't think I was a child last night. I ended up in tears, and I said, I have to stop this conversation. 
right? But what I mean is that not a, not a child in a negative way. Then what I'm saying is that you were not in a total adult place that said, you know, what you're saying to me seems like there's there's a lot that and you know unrequested opinions that are really hurtful. And where is this coming from? Why why is this? So, mm-hmm. That's true. So I wasn't you know, there. That's true. That's true. Or, or the, you know, the, the adult taking care of that hurt part of you. That's and, and the adult taking care. Right yeah. of you, not you know. Especially, I think that, it, and it's very challenging when somebody's like attacking you, really, or criticizing you. It's yeah. You, you gotta defend it and say, hey, you know what? It, and it's very, very smart to say, you know, I'm being, I'm hurt. I, I cannot take any more of these, and I need to take care of myself. That, that was very good. Um, but then the choice is to disengage. The, the, the desire is to disengage. Yeah, that's true. Certain, you know, yeah. This protection, that's what I mean, you know. <clears throat> it's not, you know, when I refer to child, it's not a negative thing. It's more of a um, more, yeah, more sensitive, more vulnerable place where, um, there's no real conscious communication. The first, I, have, I think I mentioned this to you several times, the first three years of my marriage with Stefan, I, don't, I didn't know if we were going to make it. It was very hard, very hard in a lot of areas. We had a lot to heal together to be able to be where we are today. And we had to, yeah, we had, there was a lot because, and like I mentioned, and I don't know, they have no agenda. But what, what I do feel and what I sense is that the two of you have, you know what would be incredibly powerful, and I don't know if Stefan would be willing to do this, but to have a session with the two of you, the two of us with the two of you, because that is what turned our, our marriage around. We went to a workshop together, a three-day workshop, and we had a private session with another couple that used to have the same dynamic that we did, actually had the same dynamic that we did. And it was so healing to understand what was mm. going on at a much deeper level. And it doesn't mean that, that you know, that that's going to, you know, heal and continue. It could be the, that you have to find your own way of not being together. But I, I just wish for you... Um, um, a loving and open, putting everything on the table conversation with him. I don't know if this makes sense, but this, this could just be... Well, what does putting everything on the table mean? I mean, what do you mean by that? What I mean is that you're still tapping, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Good. It's, it's that, you know, bringing everything that you somewhat disagree. Like, where, where, what happened? Where did things go from, oh, my God, you're the one that I want to spend the rest of my days with, to, you know what, you're doing things wrong, and the other person saying, you know, you're hurting me so much, I cannot even connect with you right now. So what, what happened? And my, you know, this, all the, the whole piece of, like, you both coming so close together and becoming so intimate so fast that his past trauma with other partners came up, that your fear of, like, here you are again having to take care of yourself even when you're in a relationship 
your whole story all over again, having to just fend for yourself and all the unfairness that that is, and how those two pieces uh, combined into both of you feeling unsafe with the other. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we've just, you know, uncovered layers beneath the surface that are not compatible. Absolutely. It is that's very really possible. what it feels like. I mean, it feels yeah. like that's what it feels like. Of course. And the part of you that is saying that is like, I'm, I'm not even interested in putting more time into these. And that is totally okay, Deb. I just want to mention that the the part of you that wants a, a life partner, a conscious life partner, at some point will have to come through this really incredibly hard place of mm-hmm. resistance to deep intimacy. Even because that is, that's exactly when, the, like, when, you know, when the rubber meets the road in terms of, like, intimacy is not just, like, being loving, conscious, and having deep communication and connection is like when, when you feel like the other one is doing things that are really nasty or hurting you, say, you know what, this is bringing up for me such deep wounds that I, all I want to do is run away from you. It's like, it's the absolute opposite of what you really feel like doing, which is just fuck off, I'm not getting anywhere near you, and why would I open my wounds to you to put more salt on them. Are you like insane? And that's what true intimacy is. It's, I, it's the hardest thing that I've ever done other than parenting. <laughs> um, so in this scenario, what it feels like is piling on one more incompatibility. The first one is no marriage. Yeah. Not getting married and him just flying, you know, just being able to get, you know, have an escape route. The second mm-hmm. is the fi- the attitude about financials and money. And um, now the third one is I'm, you know, doing parenting all wrong. And and the fourth one is his temper. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it just feels like. I don't know. I mean, what, what would you, if I take your approach, what would that be? How would I deal with those four things? How would, how to discuss those four things? So this is what I, this is what I would, what I would. And he's not open to therapy. That's another thing. Uh, That's the thing that I wanted to ask you because, so I'm curious if, if, because at this point, at this point, it sounds like you could have a conversation with him and say, look, you know, I, I, I want to talk with you about, you know, all the things that have come to the surface that I feel that are areas we really have to work on or they're just areas of incompatibility, incompatibility or, mm-hmm. you know, where, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, but I feel like these, there's some, some of these things here for me are uh, deal breakers. Uh, are you open to having, having support and guidance around these? But if, if he's not, then that's it. That's the end of it. 
right? Because it's like if he doesn't even want to work on it, then what's, what's the point? Yeah, the only oh. thing he would have a session with Stefan for is um, the Sirsha situation and how to work, you know, integrate uh, the blended family situation and be, you know, what that transition is like for Sirsha and what that means for him. But he's not open to anything else. He's like, I don't need anyone to tell me what to do or how to think. I don't know myself. I think through everything. I don't need anyone to tell me, interfere in that process, and I don't welcome it. Yeah. Work, I, I totally understand. And see, but he's already coming from a place of total defensiveness, that somebody's going to tell him who he is yeah. or what to do, which is, exactly. that speaks, to me, that speaks so loudly of, the ways that he feels threatened, you know? So do you, do you feel at this point with everything that took place that, I mean, it's been, what, three months now or a little more? Yeah, something like that, three months or yeah. two months, something like that. So is this something that, I mean, from where I see it, I feel like there's so much potential. For I think the way you, you just—I think yeah, what, what you just said is a good way to handle, it, which is so. What's come up? You know, these topics, these five issues, um, are points of difference between us, and you know, those either they really need to be discussed and and. Um, resolved or, or compromised or come to some, un uh, it's a little bit close. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, She's playing. Yeah. Yeah. They're playing a little bit close. And, um, you know, these are the topics that need to be worked through and, um, you know, what do you, you know, or, you know, to see if they're work throughable or if we should just return to our friendship. Right. Um, yeah, that's a very that's a very good way of putting it because I think that's perfect. He, I can do that. Yeah, because he he may be you know he may be open, he may not be open, right? He may be like, no, it's, it's too much work, or I'm not interested, or and where are you at? Because this is as important to that's the most important. Um. feels like too much it feels like yeah. you know I am trying to make as a single mother I need less challenging relationship I need you know I, I want a relationship that engages me deeply like this um, yeah. but with a little you know one standard deviation or someone who's willing to work with you know, a third party on it, but just, you know, I mean, it's been the financial thing. Like I don't, it's helping me heal my stuff, but it doesn't fundamentally change. Healing my stuff does not fundamentally change what I want and how he's not able to give it. You know, if, if there were more upside, if there were like, if he were like, you know, I'm totally willing to da, 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 da. And, you know, if there were more upside here, but this just feels like 
friends of benefits. Yeah. Interestingly passion, enough, no... in the beginning, yeah, in the beginning, he was a lot more open. It sounds like, because he was very. Um, he was like, you know, the, the whole financial, yeah, not financial, the whole spiritual ceremony. He was not willing to to get married, but there were. It sounds like there were a lot of different yeah. pieces that he was willing he to compromise. Well, he was willing to have a spiritual ceremony. He really wanted a future with me. I think he's been finding Sirsha's rejection of him really difficult. Oh, because she's been rejecting him. She's been mixed, you know. She's hot and cold. Sometimes she loves him and tells him she loves him and and plays with him beautifully, and other times she completely rejects him and, and, you know, pushes back, and it's really hard for him. It's painful. Okay. And maybe that's why he's tearing into me about my parenting, because he's seeing all these, like, it's his way of getting back at Saoirse, or both of us, for Saoirse's behavior towards him. I don't know. No, and it's very possible because that is really, really hard. It's really, really yeah. hard, and it's and it's uh, yeah. and it's normal. It is actually. It's 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 totally normal. But I would not be surprised if that. You know, I have no idea what his childhood was like, but I wouldn't be surprised that you know there were moments where he didn't feel taken care of. You know, yeah. like he felt. Okay, let's switch gears to the, the wrapping up the other things like the moral oh. dilemma, whatever. <laughs> okay, so. let's let's do our best. I don't know if in twenty minutes we'll be able to wrap it up, but <laughs> definitely get you to a better place. We could actually focus on the upside and see if there's anything left. We could do that. We could definitely do that. Yeah, well, we could focus on the upside, yes. But the other piece, because I, what I wanted to check today is of oh, the pieces that we uncovered. What um, what is still remaining? But I, I want before we finish um, with the final thing, I'm curious. Where are you standing? Do you feel like you have reached the end of your rope and you really don't want to put more energy into this? Because that's a different place. See, so, so yeah, like we remember with John. John was in a way, but he was like that right away. That, yeah. you know, the critical side right away that you are like, this is not going to work for me at all. And Saoirse was young, you're yeah. at home. But, you know, you were very clear because this is a different situation. There's, there's a lot it more yeah. on the table. Here. Yeah, there's, it's totally different than John. Um, even though John was willing to financially support us <laughs> um, right. and contribute. Um, So I think I need to give it one more conversation with Sonal and take get a little mm-hmm. distance from the conversation last night and see where we're at. Um, but I'm pretty close to the end of my rope, pretty close. And I think that, you know, that it's, it's important. It, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, please. I mean, just the no marriage thing, the the financial stinginess, you know, the, the whole thing about, oh, if I moved in, I would move out and stop paying. Yeah. Like, that was, that was almost the mortal wound. Yeah. 
I was like, that, that is not only in itself, but the mentality and the thinking behind it is like, this guy is not a team player. He is self-interested and he looks out for himself and he talks about having this family unit. It's one standard deviation improved from the offer to, to father a child with me and have no financial contribution whatsoever and create this big legacy yeah. with me and our child that have no, it's like, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't contribute financially because daycare is expensive. I was like, you're out of your wow. fucking mind. And it's crazy. Like it's improved, yeah. but it's still the same thing. It's the same thing, yeah. but improved a little, but not, you know, like, no. no. You blend and you like, like that's self-protective behavior. He's, he's not a partner. He, it's like he's, so that's where that was the mortal wound in a way, even though he's like, oh, well, mm-hmm. we can talk about it. And this is like temporary. This is a short term. And um, the fact that he would even consider doing that was yeah. really telling to me. Now, Deb, tell me, tell me something. Is how much of that, of that piece, you know, is really, and, and it's there. I'm not, I'm not, it's not like denying, but how much of it has to do with, your current financial situation and your history of feeling not supported and not taken care of. Um, I believe it plays a part. It's not all of it, but it plays a part in it. Yeah, I'm sure it plays a part. But it's not how I operate and it's not how I was thinking. You know, yeah. If you're in, you're in. Yeah. If you're out, you're out. If you move in to my home with my child, you do not pack up and stop contributing. If we're a family unit, no. Fuck that. Of course. No. That's not I my value. Yeah. That's yeah. my values. Like I would never suggest that to someone else. Yeah. You know, if you're gonna go to yeah. India, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We're in it together, we're partners, we're gonna find a plan together. Have you actually you talked just, like that to him? Yes, I have. I was like, you know, that's a roommate situation. That's not, that's not a family unit. But I'm curious if like, you I, actually share your outrage, Deb. That, that's the piece that is uh, very important. No, you have I didn't. to share. I don't think so. Yeah, because see, he came to you yesterday, not with. It's true that he didn't come in with his critical enforcer side like he claims he could, which I completely believe him. But at the same time, he has not found your, your, he has not, shoot, how can I say this? Like he's coming at you with a lot of things and you are holding space for what he's doing and for you. But you're not saying, you know what, Sano, this, the conversation that I would have with you, with, with him, would be something like very simple, very powerful and clear. I really value our friendship. I really thought we were heading someplace. But there's four areas that are very incompatible. And there's a place here that has been a mortal wound for me. And it is because of my history and, you know, and my values and how I lead my life. But I have to tell you, this is really, really important to me. Like, like you know, very like strong. 
you know, like putting your line on the sand. Yeah. And you know, because when you do that, kids either going to say, oh, that's your line on the sand. Okay, well, you know, let's go back to friendship. And you may say, okay, it's been really nice having fun with you and, you know, sleeping around and I'm done. And you're both very clear. But I feel like it would be very important to say your piece with, you know, I get with power and strength and, you know, and kindness to yourself. You, you know what I'm referring to? I feel like you, you know what I mean, right? It's like, just yeah, really yeah, yeah. Like your... a, yeah. And that because would be like the mortal wound around his approach to moving in and moving out. Exactly. And or, say, you know what? The, yeah, it's like I, there's a combination of things going on. I, you know, if my business were in a different place, I would feel, I would feel differently in terms of my, my fear. But the truth is, regardless of my business, I want a partner that is going to be a true partner, you know, that it's going to, we're going to be family. You don't just leave family because it's convenient or, you know, you're no longer living there and then you just, you know, move out like you're a child in a house. You know, it's completely different. We have very different values. And this is, you know, but it also, I have to admit, you know, and this is the, this is the intimate, intimate part, is that I have to admit that it does play a big role, my historical lack of support and, uh, and scarcity. And yeah, I mean, we've had that intimacy, place. yeah. And I have no problem saying that part. And I have okay. around the jealousy issue. Like, I've totally revealed myself around the jealousy issue. So yeah. I have no problem yeah. owning, you know, like the part of my woundedness that's contributing. But that Beautiful. doesn't dismiss the fact that I had a, a hard light in the sand around Becky and that I have a hard light around, in the sand around um, moving, going moving to out India of and not supporting at yep. all. Yeah, of course. And, and maybe I've got another... Yeah, go ahead. Maybe you have another one around. Yes, around his approach, you know, how we, how we addressed these issues last night. Yes. Um, and, yeah. um, but that, in that case, when you talk about the parenting and the temper, which are somewhat connected, but just the parenting on its own, is that it's also important and really hard because you're going to take fears aside whenever you know, her adjustment and the whole thing, it, it is also important to say, you know, I understand that it's, it's pro- and, and you have gone through that too. Oh, I have. When, I, listen, Laura, I already right? have. I already have. Yeah. I've apologized okay. for it. I've said this must be really hard. I've done that. Yeah. I've acknowledged no. his experience. Totally. No. But that doesn't mean that it's not going to change overnight. It is a process of adjustment. And you can even quote us. You can actually, you know, you can talk about us or you can whatever. I have. I've done that. Oh, good. I've done that. Good. Yeah, because that's the only way I could get him to even consider talking to Stefan was because of that experience. Yeah. Yeah, it's really. So, yeah, I think it, it might be a good idea. So do you feel like it would be, it could go well to just have the conversation with him, just the two of you? The thing is that you may, you would definitely need time that Sierra is, you know, taking care of that, unless she's after she goes to bed. Yeah, maybe have to, she goes to bed or with a babysitter or something. 
Right. Um, yeah, I guess we should but it would that be, one in person. Yes. Yeah, because it's a bit, what you're, what you're deciding is, are you moving forward or not? Yeah. Because I do agree with you that if Jim is still kind of reaching out, you know, you may want to explore that, but it does not feel right to leave this door open. And no, I totally because yeah. That would be a little passive aggressive of like, you know what, you're fed, you know, I'm fed up with you. I'm just going to go explore these. It's just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, you know. It's, yeah. Well, we have left and I, him that I, you know, I thought he disappeared and I became involved with someone else in the interim. And if that changes, I'll let you know. Oh, good. He said, well, I, ha- okay. I have not disappeared. So. Right. Hmm. <sighs> Yeah. Yeah. How how do you feel about having? Let's let's check with your. Yeah, I know that's right. Moment. That's it's the right thing to do. Yeah. It's the right thing to do to have the conversation with Sano. Okay. And that do you feel All right. that? Yeah. <laughs> Good. All right. Okay. Line under, line under that. Let's move on. We've got fifteen okay. or ten minutes or whatever. Um, So what are we checking? We're checking to see how much remains of which theme, which financial theme. Well, the one piece that came uh, that we unearthed in a couple of days ago that to me seemed very powerful is um, how when your dad stood for himself, he actually, like, he, you know, he was having a, a solid job and whatnot, but he went on strike and then he lost his job. And I'm curious if there's any part of you, like if you just for a second take a deep breath. And see if there's anything, any sensation or thought that says, you know, if he would have just stuck with what was going, what was working, our lives would have been different. Oh, absolutely. Right. I mean, I've thought that the whole time. I mean, I supported the, his reasons for the strike. And there was a point at which um, he could have, you know, the government said, we're going to put you on, we're going to fire you if you continue striking. Mm-hmm. They continued mm-hmm. striking. He was fired. And then after that, they said, you can come back if you want. And, you know, you've got on strike. We fired you. You have a grace period if you want to come back. And he didn't. He's sort of like Greta. He, he thinks he has Asperger's. And, you know, Greta Thunberg, do you know her? I think so, You yeah. know, teenage, yeah, yeah. teenage uh, Swedish climate person. Oh, yes, yes, She's yes, got yes. Asperger's. I didn't remember. Yes. yes. So she has Asperger's. And oh. for her, doing uh, the way it plays out for her is like it's so clear what the right thing to do is for the world, and you know, and like whatever relationship she loses in the meantime, you know, whatever it doesn't matter because she's Asperger's. Relationships are less important, and mm-hmm. it's the same thing for my dad. He has always it has always been more important to him to do what's right politically than it is to do what's right for his family and his children Mm -hmm. and relationships, even including recently where, you know, he was going to come visit us. And, but then he kept, you know, doing these political demonstrations. I don't know. I've told you what he does, but he like goes out and he, 
he has like 50 massive signs of political views on them. <laughs> and he goes and stands in front of like the line of cars getting onto the ferry in port, whatever, going into Seattle. And this is what he's done for decades. And he got arrested. And in getting arrested, now he has this big financial burden of having a lawsuit. So now he can't come see Saoirse. Wow. So his priority has always been politics over family. That's that's it. So that the that's really painful. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay, close your eyes and just let's just touch to the point and just feel it there. Just. Um, yeah. I have suffered so much. I have suffered so much. Because of his political views. Because of his political views. So painful. It's so painful that his politics are more important than his family and me. Yes. And it's always been like that. It's always been like that. And since I was a child, I suffered for it. And since I was a child, I have suffered for it. I have felt neglected and really hurt. I have felt neglected and really hurt. And have suffered scarcity. And suffered scarcity and deprivation. And And not just and fear, yes. Absolutely. So much fear. So much fear. Because he was not he was not present. He was not supporting in a material way, but also he wasn't there in, in an affectionate way either. Because he wasn't supporting in a material way, and he was not there with affection either. So, so scared and lonely having to deal with so much. I was so scared and lonely having to deal with so much. And hurt. I was so hurt that I wasn't important enough to be a priority. And I feel like that all over again for Saoirse. And I feel that that's happening for Saoirse too. I know it is because she's not a priority. Like, it is. It's, it's the legacy. He's not going to change for her. Yeah. So I don't set her expectations, you know. He doesn't have grandparents. Yeah. And it makes me extremely sad. And it makes me extremely sad. Basically just the two of us. It's basically just the two of us. 
And Sano doesn't get it. Sano doesn't get it, and he can't offer me what I'm looking for, or he's not so far. Yeah. And that also is very painful. And that is just really disappointing. Just like my dad, he's putting himself and his convenience first. His... Yeah. Just like my dad, he's putting himself and his convenience first. It was really scary growing up. It was really scary growing up. It was really lonely. It was really lonely. And I didn't know how we were going to make it. And I didn't know how we were going to make it. And I knew I had to find my own way. To support myself. Like going to Hotchkiss was a way of supporting myself. And having a stable home. You know, I got a scholarship. I was living... I was providing okay. my own, my Absolutely. own housing. That's amazing. And, and even and investing in yourself and your future, right? Getting a really I mean, good but, education. Yeah, but, you know, it also, You're my parents right. are constantly talking about losing the home. And wow. at Hotchkiss, at least, I had a home. I had a place right. to live. I had food. Yeah. Like when Mark grew up, I got him into Andover for the same reason. And then my dad became homeless. And for a while, Mark and dad, and I didn't know this at the time, lived in a tent or in his car. And my dad for a period lived in a storage unit. He's been in and out of homelessness. I mean, he's like one of those people. He's in a great place now. It's kind of amazing. But, um, except for this lawsuit. But anyway, you know, he he's one of those people who have, who has been homeless. Yeah. And I took care of myself by providing myself with my own home. Yeah. And you were what, like 13, 14? How old were you? 14, yeah. 14 when I started it. Yeah. Yeah. And now I honor that I'm doing the same thing. And now I honor that I'm doing the same thing. Okay. But I don't need to do it with fear. But I don't need to do it with fear. Because I know that I have the tools and the strategies because I know I have the tools and the strategies. And I can really take care of myself and Theosha. And I can really take care of myself and Theosha. I know where my values lie. I know where my values lie. And I would never do what my father did. Oh, my God. That's not even like something I need to yeah. say. <laughs> True, but it's so important for you to know that what he did is really in the past and you have overcome it, right? That you're, All right, you're... so let me say that. What, what he did 
is in the past, and I have totally overcome and transcended it. I know and it will never to... happen to Sirsha. Never. Right. And I no longer need to live in fear of scarcity or homelessness. And I never, no longer need to live in fear of scarcity and homelessness. I open the doors wide open to receiving the flow of abundance that is my birthright. I open the doors wide open to receive the flow of abundance that is my that birthright. That I feel I deserve. Maybe, yeah, that I, and I feel that I deserve. And I know that I deserve it. And so does Susan. Yeah, that, that's a better way. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, just connect with that deserving. Deb, because if we touch on the birthright, that is complex right now. <laughs> I totally know I deserve it. Yeah. Take a deep breath and just honor that part of you that is very tender. Mm-hmm. does anybody do this like how does anybody make it work with anybody (laughs) because everyone has so much like baggage you know that that is a a conflict and I mean I honestly don't know how anyone does it well I over the years Deb to be completely transparent I have found that most relationships that actually work is because they're really working at it and they're having a conscious relationship or people just go through the motions and they just get out of each other's way, or they're unhappy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like there's three options, and honestly, it's uh, I have I, the, the 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 smaller majority is the people that are happy, that are truly happy. Yeah, because it does require work, and then it gets better. You know, it really does get better, but it is it is work, especially. When you, this is something that I have noticed with a lot of friends I have found their, their soulmates later in life, late 40s, you know, mid 40s. Most of my friends are late bloomers like us. And, uh, and it, it does take a period of adjustment because you come into the relationship with so much history and way of being and values yeah. that, that, have, that have helped you, that have helped you survive. And then you think, you know, you match the other person and they're like, you know, there's points there's a points of friction or complete disagreement. How do you come to terms with okay? What I think that the the key thing here is how much substance is there of connection, and is there enough um, enough love, enough desire to make it work, to work and and um, smooth the roughness. You know, like. Is there, there has to be enough intention and connection to to move forward, and it has to. It's true that it has to be on both sides. It has to be. Yeah, and connection. it also like it has to. The, the gulf cannot be that big. Like there can be a gulf that's too big. 
I think, like the difference, you know, it can't be so incompatible. Like there's got to be a range of compa- incompatibility and compatibility. Yes, and oh, absolutely. And, and I, don't, I don't see your point being completely incompatible if you're both open and interested in working on them. If, if, he, if he were to say, you know, no, I'm not, you know, so this is my, my line in the sand, and you're like, okay, this is mine, well, you know, then that's it, right? That's, that's it. Um, and work on it with there, a therapist, you're saying. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that's what I would do. I would, I, and if he were open, Dev, I would not approach it into, well, we have to work with a therapist. What I would say is like, you know, I would like a little support in expressing myself and sharing and hearing you. Um, I would like for us to have one one conversation about these issues with the support of a, a neutral person that I trust that I think that would be helpful and uh, and see how it goes because for someone that is not into therapy, if you propose you know <laughs> a whole course of it's going to be it's going to be still very threatening but you know an initial interaction and see how it goes and that again could be very clarifying you know. I have no idea how he's going to react. I don't, I don't know him. I mean, we, I've already talked him. about it. He's like, you know, I'm not interested. It's not my approach. I've really, I've only been to a therapist once and it was to deal with not, you know, not being able to live with Anya full time after my divorce. And he didn't even say that I only have seen a fucking therapist once for one period in my life. And I don't relish anyone interfering with my thinking. I am perfectly clear. I know myself. I'm very clear on my own thinking. And the only thing I would be willing to talk about is the Searsha thing. Stefan's expertise on, because he's like, look, it's like two months in or three months in and we're already having issues, like to see a therapist. (laughs) That's his view. And, And you know what? And that may be, that may be the entry point. That may be the entry point and finding that maybe, you know, he can talk, talk with Stefan about, um, about what he's yeah, experienced. Yeah, Stefan and I was talking about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, and that, that taking it from there. Because somehow there, there, there's something that happened to him that he decided that, you know, I was not experienced that he does. I just don't know how much, like, I don't know how much, I don't want it to be this hard. Either. Of course. Yeah. You know, I, like, I, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I, I, you know, I want a loving, fun relationship that's supportive. And, yes. you know, if it, like, yeah. it, if it, you know, gets this complicated down the line, fine. But, yeah. um, unless I'm with a therapist and that's their language and, you know, uh, that would be great, but um, like you guys are both therapists. Like the rest of the world is not like that. That's true. And I, I mean, I, I would love to. I would do it, but I, I don't want this much effortfulness. And you know, like I had a really challenging day. Ten hours in the driving rain, <laughs> coming home. Yeah, it took me like... five hours to get back from New York, and then I had to no, deal with like, the totally. Yeah, bullshit it's, it's on the phone last night. Yeah, you know, like yeah. what the fuck? 
And you know what, Deb? That's, I completely understand, completely understand. And I, I would love to, so let's, let's do this. I, I need to, I need to, sorry, I need to stop because I, I have somebody in five I minutes. I need to, I have somebody everybody. right now, yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, do you want to, we have something for, oh, next week is pretty challenging on this. But do you want to uh, find a time or you want to, this is. Yeah, this let's, is a, what, a, what, when can you do it okay. next week? Uh, Thursday. Thursday is a good day. Thursday or Friday? Actually, Friday would be better if you could do like ten fifteen. Friday is no. I'm so no. booked on Friday. Yeah, Thursday okay. is a possibility. Thursday around noon or something. Um, I could do eleven or one. Let's do one. All right. Great. Thanks. Yay. Okay. Well, keep me posted, okay? I will. Thank you. You're very welcome. Take care. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.